Welcome to That Universal Podcast, a universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! So I said, not on your Nelly. Who misses? Uh, exactly. No, she won't do that in a hurry. Uh, welcome to this month's Universal um, Podcast. can't remember what it's called. Joining me tonight is P. Dabs. Hello. And P. Dubs. No. <laughs> it could work, one. though. It could take off, couldn't it? P. Dabs and P. It Dubs. Could. No. It could. Anyway, uh, Nick, Nick will be promptly joining us. He's just got stuff going on. Um, I'm not really very... I don't know why I can't host these shows. I don't know. Uh, how is everyone? Good, good. Yeah, dying. Just... dying in the heat. But oh, This is Florida weather, though. This is what we crave. This is what we save up for. Warm your bones. Um, right. I'll start off the way I always start off when I'm hosting. Um, Mr. D, what are you drinking? Oh, nuts. It's a gin and tonic, but I've left it in the kitchen. I'm just going to go and get it. So, yeah, it's a gin and tonic. You forgot his gin and tonic. With lots of ice. Just listen to his little feet running away now. Pitter patter, pitter patter. Um, P-Dabs, what are you on? Uh, I'm on the H2O tonight. The which? H2O. Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. Last time I recorded you drinking espresso. Just get on the fucking ale, lad. Can't. Not allowed to. Oh, why? Because I'm poorly. Oh. Well, I'm poorly, but I am drinking Brewdog Lost. The planet's first lager. I don't know what that means, because this (laughs) certainly isn't the first lager. No, I think so. Definitely not. There's been lagers before that one. And there'll be lagers after it. Yes. But it's one of them um, big bottles that I love, what the co-op does. Um, so they do, I think, two for 420 or something. Yeah, it's nice to Four and a half percent, yeah. Um, so we'll crack on. We'll start with the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, shall I go first? Yeah, you go first. Yeah, I'm still making a tonic. Two for two. Two for two. cubes everywhere. It's been like a car crash, gin and tonic. Oh, oh, nightmare. Make sure you get all the ice up. You don't want to slip on it. Nah. Not when you're playing golf. Definitely not. I won't be playing Uh, at St Andrews. I'm watching it. Oh, oh, right. Why is it the the, uh, the Masters? Oh, it's the British Open. The Masters (laughs) is American. I don't know. It's the 150th British Open at St Andrews. Oh, Tomorrow. it's always a good, it's always a good game eh? at yeah. St Andrews, isn't it? Oh yeah, Tiger Woods I, is back. Never seen Tiger Woods in the flesh, but I will on Thursday. I bet he's dead little. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know how big he is, like, but I bet you all the golfers look dead little because they zoom right in on them on the telly, so they look dead big. Yeah, but I bet you really they're just dead little. I've seen most of them, but I've never seen Tiger live. In the flesh, as it were, and I know he's past his sort of prime, but 
still be good to see him. Me and yeah, seventy thousand others. I'd still go watch uh, Kenny Dalglish play now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> who's that that big musclehead who used to be able to hit the ball further than everyone, but he liked to drink? John Daly. Is he still knocking about? Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. He was a fan. I used to love watching him. Because mm-hmm. he just used to thwack it, didn't he? He did. Yeah. The beast, they called him. Wasn't it? The beast, beast, yeah. Yeah. Um, so news anyway. So it looks like the walls have come down around um the mummy. So there's rumors of rife that opening is imminent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's basically the news story because there's nothing else you can't see anything else, they're not giving anything else really away, but it's just another step in the right direction. We're getting, I think it might be open for the summer myself. I mentioned so. It's been, it's been shut for quite a while now, hasn't it? So I would imagine they want to get it up and running for the summer. Yeah. I mean, there's all, we've got nothing confirmed about what's inside. We don't know what they've taken out. We know what they've rumoured to have taken out and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but nothing confirmed yet. But and with no new attraction as well, they kind of need to get it up and running again, don't they? Yeah, they need to get some people eaters in there and because um, it's going to be busy. And I think, oh, I don't know, it might be one of the ones that's open during Halloween or the nights maybe as well. I might be making that up though. Yes, I believe it is. So that that keeps the streets a bit quieter as well, doesn't it? Yeah. And it give the scare actors a bit of space to walk around. So that's my new story, guys. I've done, I've contractually, I've done it. John's shelf has just shit his pants for two weeks running. <laughs> okay. oh. Who's next? Go ahead. You got P Dubs. Yeah, uh, I'm heading out to the other coast. A um, couple of stories out there. Uh, the smaller one, um, after they opened uh, the Super Nintendo land shop inside the parks. Um, they've now actually moved some of that into the studio store on City Walk. Um, so people that aren't going in the parks um, can get their Mario merchandise in preparation for the opening early next year. Um, that was just the, the small one. And then the big one that I know uh, Ripple sent to us, um, I'd spotted it as well, and I'd been, been following it a little bit, um, is the addition of a new set to the Studio Tram Tour. In Hollywood, um, the addition of Nope, uh, the new uh, film that's coming out, the new horror film. Um, it's uh, basically it's the set of a fictional theme park um, that's been erected um, on the studio tour. Um, Jordan Peele's new film. Um, so for everybody that that follows Halloween Horror Nights, Jordan Peele's um, had his influence over Halloween Horror Nights over the last probably half a decade. Um, with some of his previous horror films. And yeah, this is a, a permanent addition to the Studio Tram Tour. I mean, I don't even know anything about that film. No, I didn't either. And I know I have got to say it before Halloween Horror Night, so I will watch it at some point. But yeah. We'll have to yeah. get it watched for Hell Hath No Fury as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was my, my two news stories for Hollywood. Have you got anything for Orlando? 
Um, not really. There isn't a, a lot more. There's um, a little bit of construction going on um, near Fast and the Furious. Yeah, um, no. Sadly, not for the attraction by the sound of it. It sounds like it's probably construction for a scare zone. Yeah. Um, as we know, it, that is a major one outside there. It, it looks like it's uh, it's well away from Fast and Furious. It was when I the, the report I clicked on, it was literally clickbait Fast and the Furious uh, build malls going up. Yeah. And it's yeah, nowhere it's near more, Fast and Yeah, it's more near the, the seafood restaurant. Yeah. So, and that is, there's always like some sort of little stage there, or the UFO one was there few years yeah. ago wasn't it yeah um, and then we had uh oh the musical rock one, star rob zombie. yeah rob zombie yeah. yeah that was um lots of ladies in that one all dancing and riding around and was there yeah. a throne there or something yeah some kind of skull throne yeah so that's all they get they're putting some scaffolding up i reckon yeah more than likely at this time of the year we're what just heading into the main summer season. So they want to get a lot of this done before that kicks in and they can't do anything. Yeah. Plus it's earlier, it's earlier again this year. So they need to get it done. Yeah. We, we'll start seeing lots of clues going around now. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. What about you, Mr. D? Yeah, not a lot really. Um, as Peter said, I mean, there's, there's some, Minions merch because obviously the movie is out and and doing very well. I know that's not directly theme park related, but it uh, it, it ends up sort of coming to the same theme park in in the form of merchandise and and characters and stuff like that. But the movie's done done really really well. Um, and yeah, there's there's lots of kind of minions type merch starting to show up in the park. Popcorn. One of our favourites, a popcorn bucket. Yep, popcorn yeah. bucket. Yep. Yeah, I mean, um, they are pointless. I'll be honest with you. The literal buckets. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because I mean, I had um, when I paid for the Star Wars dessert party, um, with where they got drunk on the cocktails. We all got a popcorn bucket each, and it was like a tie fighter. So there was seven of us, eight of us, yeah, and we all had these popcorn buckets, and you literally can do nothing with them. You, yeah, people. We've seen people with them on the airplanes flying home, and as part of their carry-on, we just left that. We just come, who cares, whatever. But mm. some of them are really nice to look at. But I think you're a little bit weird if you've got a collection of popcorn buckets. Yeah, well, there's just, people out there. Yeah, people there's, there's people out there. Only. Yeah, what I mean, what you said about the film. Uh, being a success that that's brilliant because yeah. it looks like they're doubling down on minions and despicable yeah. me doesn't it with it the does. monsters cafe getting uh, converted alleged because again yeah. that's not confirmed but that whole area looks like it's going to be minion orientated and that the um the shrek ride that's an unconfirmed minion attraction as well isn't it mm. you yeah, know allegedly, so. yeah if this film was a flop, he'd be twitching a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, if that, if that is going to be, if that was the plan, then this just should kind of cement that. I would have thought the fact that the film's doing so well. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't hear something about the Monsters Cafe before too long. Mm. Yeah, 
I, I wasn't on the last record um, and just talked about this a little bit. I don't think anyone had actually eaten in there. I've eaten in there. Mm-hmm. And it was dreadful. Was it? Yeah. It was absolutely dreadful food. It was... Um, when It did change menus and it did go through various different things. I think the one we had was like half a chicken, half a rotisserie chicken with a big lump of mash and a cob of sweet corn or something. And it was just, it was rank. But inside there, it was a brilliant restaurant to look at the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but the the food was was, was dreadful. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's been ripped out. Mm. I don't know if it was the, the ovens, the cookers, the kitchens, whatever. But when I ate there, it was it was it was poor and it stank. I always remember it stinking as well. It had this horrible stink in there. Did they not share kitchens with another restaurant? They might have done. I've got a feeling they shared kitchens with Mel's Diner. Yeah, that might be a thing. Which would it? Which would explain a lot of them? You'll find share kitchens just because they back onto each other. But normally one takes precedence over the other, and I would imagine Mel's Diner was the one that got the most, um, yeah. like looked after i i always wanted because they used to do the um the character the halloween horror night dining experience didn't they yeah in there and when i watched the vlogs before i went out there it just put me off it just put me off it just it just didn't look nice food and you can you could try as the best they wanted but i think a brand new kitchen or a brand new restaurant a brand new menu more healthier food like the um, like they, they seem to be rolling out around Universal, it'll, it'll be it'll be brilliant. Whatever they bring yeah. out, really, I reckon it'll be dead spot on. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll see. Talking about food, um, another piece of news which I thought was kind of a bit ironic, really, was obviously Disney have got rid of their Spirit of Aloha Polynesian Luau dinner show. And Universal have just brought theirs back at uh, Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort. They um, they've brought back the Wantalan Luau festive feast. Uh, takes place on Saturdays, and uh, it's kind of all you can eat. I think Polynesian type food. But uh, it's kind of funny they've brought theirs back, and Disney have got rid of theirs. Is that where I yes, where I met um, Scooby Doo and the Minions and Gru and is it the yes, same side. Yeah, yeah. I had a really nice breakfast there. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, again that's a so that's not a character one though, is it? What you're talking about there? That's just a yeah. It's just Polynesian themed. I think it's I think mm-hmm. it's got like the fire dancers and you know it's the same sort of thing is very similar to what to what Disney had at the Polynesian Resort. Because I think that's a, a massive untapped revenue that Universal could be doing. So many mm. iconic characters there. You know, who wouldn't want a, um, a breakfast with the, the Universal Monsters? You'd break their hand off, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. And then you've got all the other ones, like um, I Love Lucy and Marilyn Monroe and all that, Popeye. Mm. You've got the Scooby Doo gang, the minions. Oh, they yeah. just, they just, they don't seem to cash in on it. And obviously yeah. Marvel, 
you know, I, I think they did do Marvel at one point because we sent Luke there, didn't we, for his, his dinner? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, that's right. But Disney's got character dining everywhere and just Universal just, yeah. doesn't, just doesn't cash in on it. Mm. Imagine yeah. like the, a hard rock breakfast, right? Where you're meeting all lookalikes, so Elvis, John Lennon, Bob Dylan, you know, all that type of stuff, Nirvana, whatever. Just these lookalikes coming around talking to you and, and doing little turns on the stage, be boss. Yeah. Yeah, they certainly got the the IP for it. They got the characters, they could do it. Probably be a bit, well, I mean, I know Royal Pacific is Pacific, so it's kind of so seas themed, but I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have even, I didn't even really know much about it. I didn't even know it was there. No, it oh. wasn't until I saw this article that it was coming back. I was like, yeah. oh, they've got one as well. Yeah. I mean, if Disney couldn't make it work at the Polynesian, I'm surprised that Universal can make it work at Universal. But as you, as you say, Craig, I mean, they've got lots of good characters. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do more character dining. I don't and, know why they po- don't do more character meets, full stop. Yeah. But pulling people into the resorts like Disney does, you know, they've got like, you know, yeah, Mary Poppins characters or, um, you know, at Wilderness Lodge, they had a signature restaurant there, Artist Point, that was never busy. It was never it full. Was, yeah, and it was failing, wasn't it? Yeah, and they've turned it into the, um, I forget what they call it now, but it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs character breakfast, and it's it, you know, it's the hot property, really. It's just down a bomb. So we had a, we had an evening meal there with them. Yeah, and it was a fantastic, absolutely top end food. Yeah, um, top end desserts, um, everything. Did, and they just it was all you cared to eat as well. Yeah. So I, I seem to remember like maybe jars of pate and stuff with toast and whatever for the starters mm-hmm. and that. And they just kept bringing more out. Yeah. And then the same with the desserts. So, and it was re, it was like them sampler desserts. I mean, we're talking about Disney now, but, mm. but it, was, it was sampler desserts and they just kept, and really rich and they just kept bringing more and more out. And Universal yeah. could be pulling people into them um, hotels. You know, well, how many people then? have ever ate in the kitchen at Hard Rock? I've never ate yeah. there. I've never been to any of the Universal resorts other than Cabana Bay. None of them. Wow. And I wouldn't have a reason to go unless there was something like this that was pulling me there. And that's the thing, you know, I mean, I bet there's people who have gone to that Snow White character meal who've never been to Wilderness Lodge and they're like, wow, this place is great. We should we should stay here, you know, and then they probably come back. We tried to so, stay there next year, but too expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why Universal wouldn't, wouldn't do something similar. Though. There you go. Universal, if you're listening. And they are. Because why would we be? Cut. I'll take a 2% cut. <clears throat> well, I mean, I was going to I was gonna give you 2%. I was just going to keep 1% for myself. Oh, fair but... enough. Fair yeah. enough. Is that is that um, the dish of soap? It could be me. Here I am. What are you drinking, Uncle lad? Mo. What are you drinking? Let's ah, catch up. Let's catch up. I am drinking... I'm trying to get it near the microphone so it makes a noise. Ah... Lovely sound of a bottle top hitting the table. Uh, it's the last of my Heineken Silvers. It was the only thing in the fridge. So, chin chin, everybody. Cheers. Wait, them, uh, them last, haven't you? 
Oh, that went down. I don't drink very much at home. Normally only when we're podcasting. So, uh, yeah, that's why they last. I've got got a drinking problem. Yeah. Yeah, we know that anyway. Um, What have I missed, guys? Uh, News. We're still doing news news and we're chatting about the the hotels and character dining and why you don't do more of it at Universal. But if you've got some news... By all means, spew well, forth. Yeah, I mean, all I'd say on the character dining, I, I guess the problem is, is that they've never, they've never had a a good reputation of having exciting characters, right? That's surely what it comes down to. Well, they've got good characters, but yeah, you're right. They've never, they've never executed it well. But what? I mean, they haven't. They haven't. I mean, look, who have they got that's good characters? Dot Brown. Uh, you know, you, you could say the cast of Back to the Future. Um, You'll do Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo. Yeah, but Scooby Doo's Scooby Doo. Yeah, but they're but they're not Universal properties. That's the problem. Minions well, is okay, okay, but they're in the they're in the park, so yeah. people associate them with Universal. No, We're just gr- saying... granted. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you that. Yeah. But I think the pro- I think the problem is when a lot of these licensing deals were done. So like Scooby Doo was obviously there when. Uh, Hanna-Barbera was there so mm. these deals were obviously done as uh, you know in park uh, characters and to do yeah. the attractions and that's probably all there for mm. so for them to and you're, if you you know Universal seemed to be quite savvy at the time with trying to get really good deals like uh, you know Marvel for example the fact that they've mm. basically got that until they decide they don't want it anymore rather than you know, having to renegotiate with with Marvel Entertainment every ten years or whatever, so yeah. they probably got a really good deal on having those characters in the park. And if you then start to try and um, push that further, then that's when you'll probably get some pushback. Um, but at the, but at the same time, you know, whilst they haven't got as strong characters, they do own DreamWorks now. So you've got Trolls, mm-hmm. you've got Kung Fu Panda, you've got. Uh, life of pets. There must be stuff that they can do with the IP that they do actually own that they're not. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah it's, <clears> it's it just seems like a, a lost opportunity. Where they started was they've recently restarted the Polynesian Lua at the Royal Pacific Hotel, and we're saying, well, Disney have actually been there mm. and turned it into a DVC resort. Yeah, so um, now it's a captive market if that's your thing. Well, yeah, but then, but then I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out my way to go to Royal Pacific. I've never been to Royal Pacific because it's away from the theme parks, and I wouldn't go there to go to a kind of generic Polynesian luau dinner show, you know. But if it was characters, you know, a character meal at the resorts, it would pull me into the resorts, and then I might think, wow, this is a great resort. I'd like to stay here, you know. So it just yeah. seems like a missed opportunity for them. Yeah, maybe maybe they need to do a Lilo and Stitch and set a cartoon yeah. out in Hawaii some somehow, or yeah. uh, you know if we ever get Beetlejuice two, and they yeah. go with the Beetlejuice goes Hawaii storyline that they're threatening to, then you know maybe. Um, but again, that's not a Universal property, is it? Um, the only news that I had, uh, two bits actually, I've just remembered. So one, there's another Nintendo shop that's opened up in Hollywood. Hey, P Dabs beat you to it. Good. Um, and the P-Dabs talk about nope. Yep. Yep. Good. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, there was, there's not two, much. Huh? 
there's not much to go about, is there? I mean, um, what is noob? Nope. Miss P Dubs give us the basics. It's like a th- set in a theme park. No. Oh, <laughs> it's not set in a theme park as such. Um, I mean, to be honest, I think the trailers that they've put out have kind of intentionally not revealed too much of the plot. So there, there is a um, a kind of amusement park. Uh, where the film is set, but it's not set in an amusement park it, as such as I understand. But again, uh, details have been a bit sketchy about it. The, f- the facade that's at Hollywood is is like a theme park type or amusement park uh, type affair, but I think it's more like a small carnival than a. I a thought Hollywood it was just like going to be. A documentary of you at Halloween Horror Nights last time going, nope, thank you. Nope, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> that's what Jordan Peele should have done, but I don't think that's the case. What's annoying me, actually, is the fact that it comes out in, I think, two weeks in America, but we're not getting it until the middle of August, which is uh, very annoying. Um, but that's the way of the world, I guess. So it's a Jordan Peele film. It's going to be good, isn't it? So. Damn the breaks. Yeah. But, you know, another another addition to the, the, the Backlot Tour. It's got to be applauded. Mm-hmm. Why we've got another Nintendo store, unless P-Dubs could explain it, I've got no idea. But It's it's out on the City Walk. That's Advertising. Why. Got ya. Yeah. It's in the studio store. All right. Okay. Yeah, that makes, uh, makes a bit more sense, I suppose, in the way that we've talked about putting stuff out in City Walk for those people that don't have theme park tickets to try and encourage them to go in. Yeah, okay. Although, that would be a bad move because if people went to the Nintendo store and they went, oh, we can go visit Nintendo World now and bought a ticket, they'd be very uh, disappointed. But, I'm sure that won't happen. Is it not open over there yet? Next year. Uh, I'm just not excited at all by it. How can you not be excited for it? It looks amazing. Does it? Yeah, it's computer games. I'm not, I'm not. It's a. It's a film. It's a movie. TV studio. It's not a computer game studio. Oh, shut up. They, of course, of course, it's a computer game. They made their own games. Well, I want Disney to buy Sonic the Hedgehog then. Okay. I say, give say, fists. What was it? Fists of Rage. Streets of Rage. Streets <laughs> of Rage. Streets of Rage land. Oh, a Streets of big... Rage character dining would be good. Yeah, just People smashing through tables, tables over your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, be fantastic. No, Nintendo World looks great, and I know P Dubs is a bit gutted that it's not going to be uh, open. Yeah, when it's there. just uh, just because it's something new, it would have been nice, and it's it's just a shame it's going to be about three or four months after I've been. Yeah, I mean, look, I, you look not... over the fences. Yeah, you yeah. can see you're, a lot of it now. You know, I, I got close to, to Galaxy's Edge uh, last time I was in Hollywood Studios. Craig touched it. I touched it, yeah. I, I seen a Star Wars bin through a hole in the fence and then a security guard come and shouted at me. I mean, P-Dubs went a bit further than that, but yeah. Um, I mean, look, we're not the target audience, but it doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. I mean, my kids love Nintendo games. I love playing Nintendo yeah, the- games with them. 
It's but that uh, Mario Kart ride looks pants, doesn't it? Have you seen it? Um, I think it's one of those things where you you will probably enjoy it more when you're actually doing it. But I agree, when you're watching a video of it, it doesn't look very exciting. I had some news. It's just come into my head, and I I haven't got the article. Um, I did have the article though because I thought, oh my goodness. Universal have just put patents. Have I got it? New patent files? Yeah, I've just found it. This was on all all ears.net. Um, they have put a patents in for VR technology. Mm-hmm. Or when you're walking around the, the theme park, a wearable item with accelerometers and actuating pieces that can raise and lower or display different images on screens dependent on the orientation of the wearer's head. Okay. So it looks it looks like, and I'll send you this article now, um, it looks like a weird crash helmet yeah. uh, and or a weird pair of goggles. That, uh, that is filed the PR right now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a headgear as anything including helmet, hat, headgear, glasses, goggles, and more, and stated that the design could potentially have goggles that display winks, glee, sadness, and other images. I mean, that's got to be for the for the new theme park, surely. Um, I mean, I, 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 I don't... VR, it's a weird thing where it seems to become the next big thing and then doesn't but, but it, then does again it's never the next big thing yeah yeah um this is vr's been going on since the 90s hasn't it well yeah and i mean the thing is there was a push a few years ago and if you remember some of the sea world attractions um and also some of the theme parks over here started adding vr to their coasters didn't yeah. they um yeah. and then it went away again um and then we had stuff like the void which obviously uh, disappeared during the covid pandemic um and isn't coming back anytime soon but the technology is is excellent and i think used in the uh in the correct way would be really good what i don't what i don't see is current vr won't won't work with you being able to walk around um no with with, with the kind of headsets on you've got now however if you remember do you remember Google Glass? Yeah, yeah. So I remember my cousin being an early adopter of those. I mean, they, they got cancelled pretty quickly. But I know that a few companies are toying with that technology again, which is not um, not VR, but it's 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 AR, which is also what, um, what the Mario Kart attraction does. So basically, you would be wearing glasses, but you would be able to see things that are projected onto the glass in front of you. Um, So that could work in a theme park environment, but an actual VR um, headset, unless there was like uh, a special lane, (laughs) it's not going to work. I mean, imagine the shark in Back to the Future 2 coming out at you. All that type of stuff. Yeah. So if it's... I'm just looking at the... Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the 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 painting now. Um 
if it was yeah if it was goggles like minion goggles or something like that then that would work if it was vr as we know it with like the the bulkier headsets that you can't see anything it's not so at a weekend i played uh a new thing that's in arcades again now which is again virtual reality gaming and it was uh, a kong of skull island game and it worked you you put on these these goggles that kind of come down in front of you and strap to your head and then you could look all around you and you could see you know this skull island um and then when you had to actually play the game you had to use your hands to swat things uh, away in front of you and you could see your hands in front of you. not your hands but you could see you know computerized hands in front of you and it was really good for you know a three minute experience or whatever but again you couldn't see anything else so you wouldn't be able to do that in the real world you can only do that sitting down in an arcade cabinet um so yeah i think it's going to be more like an, an ar type thing i mean you've got to think hygiene you're in florida it's red hot sweating heads mm-hmm. um would they be selling the actually selling it to you so that they don't have to retain them maybe you can i mean the thing is you clean them easy enough think about all the 3d attractions what happens to those glasses you know they all get cleaned you know because yeah, normally they've got it, watermarks you know all over them yeah yeah yeah, I, I just I think we're in a new a new place now. Nah, nah, the the, the, the technology's coming. It's uh, and and I can guarantee as well they'll be trying to get people to buy this technology as well. So you paying the, the technology's currently in your iPhone now. If you go if you've got a powerful enough iPhone, and you go on Apple Maps and you go on Walkabout, you can literally hold up your phone now and real life stuff comes to life on the maps and tells you which is what and this and that and the other and that's just a forerunner for what they're planning apple yeah there's loads of there's loads of ar apps i've played with some pokemon go um did that as well um it's not new tech it's just how you implement it is but it looks like they're going down the glasses again so (laughs) something different but whether it will take off or not i i don't know but it's a good story nonetheless I guess. There you go. Yeah. I'm like shit off on the old stories now, aren't I? Doing the yeah. news and that. There you go. Like Jonathan Craven. Yes, sure. Whoever that is. Um, Mr. D, was there anything you wanted to? I know you talked about nah. the, the coach dining, but no. Yeah, we covered a couple of things. No, I'm good. Three dubs. I've got nothing more. <laughs> I rest my true. case. <laughs> Getting flashbacks of the uh, depth versus her trial. Um, all right, did we want to go and do some eating? Let's go, Dad. Go on, Craig. Fill us in. Fill us in. All right, all right, mate. Fill us in. Then Charlie. I don't know who Charlie is. No, um, no one does. So I just fancied just concentrating on Springfield, basically. 
And I mean, I did some digging. And we'll all probably end up eating the same things, to be honest, because there isn't a great deal there. But it's a it's a land that divides a lot of people. I love the land. I love one of the rides in the land, and it's not the Simpsons ride. <laughs> so, but the, the food and and the dining in there is um, is quite acceptable. So, I wonder why we went doing it, going for gold for the Simpsons. That's that's probably why. Um, yeah, spring. Um, I don't know. Like so. So for me, I think Springfield is a bit of a missed opportunity because what they've essentially done is they've put some really cool looking um, things in a space. So you know, you've got the little quickie mart, which doesn't look like the show, but it's you know, it's got the signage and stuff. And you've got a Moe's and all this. The stuff looks great, but it just seems to be plonked into a theme park rather than actually being themed. And what I mean is, is when you go into Hogsmeade or you go into Diagon Alley, you feel you have walked into a different world. When you walk yeah. into Springfield, you feel like you're in a theme park that has put up some Simpsons facades. Done properly, you can imagine um, the weenie is the um, nuclear power plant in the distance. Mm. Force perspective, so that's over there glowing and stuff. And that does a an hourly event where it ejaculates radioactive fucking nonsense everywhere, whatever. <laughs> um, you know, you could walk around the Simpsons house. Imagine walking around the Simpsons house. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Going into Moe's is a, is a brilliant experience. Mm-hmm. It, but it could be four times as big, and it should be. And that that's kind of what I mean. Like, there are things that they do well, but, again, if you think of even, like, uh, Zeus Landing, right, again, when you go there, you feel like they've tried to make it feel like you're you're somewhere you're not. I just I just feel with Springfield, they cheaped out. In that regard, like if you compare it to the other themed like lands that they've created, it's poor in making it feel like you're where you're supposed to be. Yeah, but it's still fun. Like I'll, I'll give you that, and you know that it's normally a stay and scream area, and so it's good for that as well. Um, but yeah, so you wanted us to get to to do exit around Springfield. And it's uh, yeah. many, many different food offerings. So, I'll go with Mr. D first. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> I'll go with P-Tabs first. Okay. I, I can go. That's okay. Go, I can go. Go on, then. I was, on, just, then. I was just curious to see what other people, how other people would, would play it. Um, okay, here we go. So, uh, for my starter... Uh, I am in, uh, where is it now? I've lost it. Um, uh, here we go. So fast food Boulevard. And if we go to the Frying Dutchman, my starter, it, it, it says it's an entree, but I'm having it as a starter. So there you go. I'm having a basket of calamari, fresh calamari breaded and deep fried, served with tater tots, $10.99. Now, the drinks are where you struggle a little bit, but yeah, I'll, have yeah. a, I'll have a Buzz Cola, 
which is zero calorie cherry flavored cola for four dollars fifty nine. Okay. Okay. So save yourselves. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, for my main, um, I'm just going pretty much next door to Luigi's Pizza. No, this is. I mean, I love pizza anyway. Massive pizza fan, but when we've done Halloween Horror Nights, and we haven't done it that many times, not as much as you guys, but the, the, the times that we have done it, we've always been in the Stay and Scream area in Springfield, and we've always got pizza and tater tots before we go in. So I'm having the Meat Likers pizza, which is an extravaloosa of, of meat, personal size pizza, topped with tomato sauce, ham, sausage, pepperoni, and 100% whole milk mozzarella cheese for $12.99. And I'm having that with a with a milkshake, All right? Because again, there's this kind of limited limited drinking options. And then for dessert, I am over to uh, here it is, Lad Lad, oh. and I'm and I'm having I'm having a the big pink. So giant donut with sweet creamy frosting and sprinkles for seven dollars ninety nine. You sharing me? No, no, screw that. <laughs> Not at all, right? And then for uh, I'm because I'm, I'm I want a proper drink, so I'm not having my drink from there. I know I'm cheating slightly, but I'm, I'm going to no, no, you can go wherever you want. Flaming Moe's, and I'm having a Flaming Moe for eight dollars ninety nine because I've never had one, but it's kind of the the signature drink, so. I'll have a flaming mole with my with my uh, large large donut, my big pink one. P Dubs would have two. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, except probably. that's not on my list. Or a box. <laughs> I don't really do so it. That, that, you're you literally haven't had an alcoholic drink there. No, I know. I know. Wow. I mean so, there's duff beer. So I could have a duff beer, I suppose. Yeah, okay. I'll have duff beer then. No, you, that's you, after you, my flaming mole though. Just yeah. to wash down my flaming mole. That's your snack. Um, yeah, so here's an interesting question because I mean, obviously, um, I mean, I mean, firstly, I would be shocked if anyone had an actual like proper starter because they don't seem to have any starters there at all. No. Um, no. So I think entrees are fine. Um, but yeah. I was going to ask this question actually, like, who has actually had a flaming mo? Because I've been there. Yeah. Uh, yeah three or four times and I've never had a flaming mo and I am not actually sure why I've never had a flaming mo but I haven't. You've done the right thing in not having a flaming mo because mm-hmm. the flaming mo is a classic Simpsons episode. Yeah. And it tastes like cough syrup and it's purple and it's got this, that and the other in. And this is an orange drink. And yeah. it, it's got liquid um whatever it is. Dry ice. Dry ice, yeah, in yeah. the bottom of it mm. to make it bubble, which is a brilliant little gimmick. But it, it's just a missed opportunity. It's just a flaming mouth, and it's, but it's an orange drink. And put some alcohol in it. Get, mm. give you, put a mixer in it that you can add to it, a vodka shot or, or something like that, just to make it change colour some sort of spirit that'll turn the drink purple when you pour it in and you can charge an extra $10 on top of it for the, for the shot. Well, the glass is, you're supposed to keep the glass, aren't you? Or you can keep the glass. You can, yeah. 
Yeah, we've got we. It's probably in the loft or the bin now because you do keep them. Um, Same but again, keep your popcorn bucket. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we had a, a, a pumpkin friggin' juice bottle somewhere as well at one point. Yeah, but um, it's just it's a missed opportunity, and they should be held to ra- ransom, make it purple. Yeah. I think Nick's just hit the nail on the head, though. I think we found a reason for souvenir popcorn buckets to keep your souvenir glow cubes in. Because <laughs> we were struggling for a place before to keep we your were. souvenir glow cubes in. <laughs> now we know. That's yeah, it. Fucking hell. Well, and, and and if it was if it was like a like a, some sort of thing that was like a house or whatever, like the house shaped one, you could light up the glow cubes and they'd shine through the little windows and it, it, it'd be great. Yeah. That'd be a boss idea, yeah. 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 yeah, Simpsons House popcorn bucket. Make it so. Yeah, that's it. Or a Minions House, Gru's House, or whatever. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Nick. You can go next, then. Okay. Okay. Oh. So, my one... Uh, so, again, I've already established the fact that starters are non-existent there. So, uh, for my starter, I went f- uh, to uh, Lisa's Tea House of Horror which I think is one of the better puns that is around there, because it, it, most of the other stuff is what you've seen in the show, but this is actually a pun based on the show. Um, and I opted for a veggie sandwich. So that's uh, guacamole, sprouts, and roasted vegetables on a freshly baked oat roll for eight ninety nine. Um To wash that down, I'm going to pop over to Moe's Tavern and get a yes. uh, Duff Light Draft Stein for ten forty nine. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I think Craig, our favourite variety of duff would be Duff Toberfest. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. as it's a seasonal beverage, I just gone for the the standard Duff Light instead of uh, instead of Duff Toberfest. But if you're there during Halloween Horror Night season or or uh, autumn season, yeah, get yourself on the Duff Tober. Um, for the main, I went to uh, Krusty Burger. And I went for the uh, Mother Nature Burger Platter. So that's a one-third pound black bean burger topped with guacamole <laughs> and a tomato slice on a speciality bun served with curly fries with a K. Um, I like a black bean burger. Um, Easy you, for you to say. Yep. Usually um, when it comes to like veggie or vegan options and it's a burger, it's normally uh, impossible or beyond in these places, uh, which I'm a massive fan of, but I think the fact that it is a an actual like veggie based burger and black bean is a is quite a good choice to have. So yeah, I was all in on that. Um, you could have that for a little bit more. You could have that as a combo platter, which came with a milkshake. Instead, I opted to go following Mr. D's example for the Buzz Cola. The zero calorie cherry flavored cola for four fifty nine, um, and then for my dessert, I also went to Lard Lad Donuts, but I went for a brain freezing donut sundae, chocolate or vanilla soft serve on a sprinkled pink frosted donut with your choice of one topping for six ninety nine, um, and uh, because I didn't hear Craig slag it off before. Uh, I opted for the flaming mo because I've never had a flaming mo. So I do. The thing is, I know it's not going to be good. I know it's going to be disappointing, but I feel that it is something that should be done at least once. So yeah, 
I'd still well, I mean, do what it. I what I would try and do is is smuggle in a a shot, basically a little vodka yeah. minute, miniature or a Malibu. You'll find find whatever the, the the alcoholic drink is that works with it, and and just test it. I think it'd be brilliant if you could. I mean, they're missing a trick: the flame and mo cocktail. Well, how do you? What would you need to mix with orange to make purple? I'm trying to think. I don't know. You need a scientist for that. Yeah. So, some just ribena in it, plum, some sort of plum, plum. Well, no, like because the thing is, if you add, I see, if you add a color to, if you mix a color together, it doesn't end up being taken by the yeah, color yeah. you put in. So it, you've got to, you've got to work it out. Because I mean, you can get, you know, I I, I used to have. Um, a bottle of black vodka, for example. So it used to, if you had a, if you was having a clear uh, drink like with lemonade or something, and you pour black vodka in, and obviously it would look black and white. But um, yeah, it's finding the right colour to mix with the orange to make it purple. But I mean, or just, just in general, how about stop serving an orange drink and either add food colouring to it, or just make a drink that can be blackcurrant based or something. Like, I don't, I don't understand why. Did they, did they have black currants in America? Um, that is a good question. They have grape. They have grape. They have yeah. black grape. That's that's almost purple. So you know, even that would be more more on brand than uh, orange. You know, I know, I know, Florida's an orange state, but Jesus Christ, I'm sure you can you can make something out of grapes for God's sake, but um. Yeah, I find I just find like looking at the menus here, and I'm I, I mean Craig, you and me were a big fan of uh, Taco Man, uh, the Bubblebee Man Taco Truck, but now I'm a vegetarian. There's nothing. I can't eat. They don't even serve like regular nachos over there. Like everything has got meat on it, um, and it's it's pretty crazy. I think overall, um, it, it it's a missed opportunity because there's a lot of food places, but it's not really a lot of food options. So. Yeah, but anyway, that that would be that would be my menu of choice. I didn't go for a snack because, frankly, again, there just seems to be far too little to choose from. So that would just have to do for me. Go. You can have another duff anyway, can't you? Exactly. Yeah. So go ahead, then, P. Dabs. So yeah, again, as people have said, there's no real starters. So I headed to Fast Food Boulevard. Uh, and I'm heading to Lisa's Tea House with Power as well. Um, but I'm going for the Mediterranean salad. Um, 11.49 and another taker of the Buzz Cola um, for my drink there. I am actually ha- heading to Bumblebee Man um, for my main. And I am getting a Tacos Polo at 11.99. Um, and I'm going for a regular duff for my drink yes. there. Um, then for the dessert, I am going to Live Lab, but I'm not getting a donut. I am getting the apple fritter, um, at four dollars ninety nine. Um, again, drinks were were limited there, so I'm heading to Flaming Mo's, but I'm not having a Flaming Mo. I am going for a Groovy Groove Juice. <laughs> yeah, some of those mocktails did sound quite good actually, peed up. So I'll give you that. Yep. So that's me. No one's getting drunk here, Hardy. Well, some of us have had beer or a couple. Well, the but... um the only thing I'd say about the taco truck P dubs is despite the price, um, 
I don't think it's particularly filling. Oh, I've had a salad for my starter, so that's true. True, that is that is true. You don't make friends with salad. We don't know a twelve dollar salad. That's a lot of leaves. That yeah. I think you, didn't yeah. you go for that, Craig, when we were there together. I might have did one. I think you did. I've slept since then, lad. That is true. That is true. So I'm starting in Cletus Chicken Shack, and I am having it to start the Buffalo Chicken Arms Platter Combo for fourteen forty nine. Eight buffalo chicken wings with blue cheese, celery served with tater tots and a regular shake. So I too am abstaining from the starter. Then I'm going to recreate the beautiful evening me and Nicholas had. Um, I am going to the Bumblebee Man's Taco. And I'm having the Korean beef taco, two per order, Asian-inspired, I mean Asian-inspired braised beef with a warm corn or flour tortilla finished with zesty cucumber and radish topping with chips. So you get a bag of crisps, if you remember. Yeah. Uh, $10.99. But I'm getting a side of guacamole for a dollar twenty-nine as well because you've got to have a bit of guac. And it's what you did last time. You did that last time. Yeah. Right? Bingo. And then I am getting a tough dry with that for $8.50. And that's from the Bumblebee Man. Then for me pudding, I am going to the Duff Brewery. And I'm getting the fruit plate entree. So it's just a plate of fruit, $7.29. Yeah, $7.29. And I'm washing that down with a Duff Pilsner, twelve twenty-five. And then my snack was, dun dun dun. Um, was I cheating there? No. Right. Okay. I'm going to Lard Lad Donuts, and I'm getting the ice cream waffle conans. $4.49. Waffle cones, chocolate, vanilla, and swirl soft save. And I was probably having another. Oh, no, I was going back then into, play, into uh, Moe's for uh, another beer. But I did have... Do you remember when we had the dining plan, Nick? Mm. And we we had credits to use. Yeah. And, and we went to... Um, all day menu at the Expo Eats. Yes. And did and they did Cheerios there, Choros. Yes. I was going to get a Choro from there. Um but it's technically it was on the border, so I didn't want to be controversial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm I mean my dream is to have nothing better to do than sit at the Duff Brewery outside under the shade, and just drink all day and watch people. Just people watch and just slowly get sloshed. I'd well, love that. I mean, the thing is, we know people that have spent two weeks at Universal. If you're spending two weeks at Universal, you will have a day where you will do that because there is you can't 
you can't do universal for two weeks. That's mad. I'd love to run up a just run up a tab. I'd love to sit there all day and just Johnny Go Lightly comes and sits next to me, and I just buy that buy that man a beer, put it on my tab. I'd love all that. <laughs> Would you be wearing a Panama hat when you did that? Yeah, if you want. Nothing but a Panama hat mm. and me Crocs. I didn't. I didn't say just, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. And I mean, that. I'd be. I'd be interested to hear what the listeners um, would eat in their uh, going for gold. Eat it. Oh, at, at Springfield. Oh, yeah, <laughs> eat it. <laughs> um, yeah, is there a hidden gem that we've 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 ignored? You know, I I've never had a I never had a crusty burger. I've, I I won't obviously have a, a regular crusty burger now. Are they good? Mister D likes the pizza at Luigi's. Is it the mm-hmm. best on property? You know, who knows? Yeah, yeah. maybe a lister does. Yeah, yeah and I'd, I'd be interested for the listener to tell us where to go next, and we'll let the listener guide us. Yeah, always open to suggestions. Uh, email us at universalafterdark at gmail dot com. If you're a Patreon, you can message us on there, um, or you can. You know, put a post in the uh, the Facebook group, and uh, you know we'll take suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm excited now. It's good. <laughs> I mean, so, so um, my brother is um, is going to Disney World next year. I don't know his full itinerary yet because he doesn't know his full itinerary yet, but. Um, I need him to go to Universal. Um, I need him to go there for a couple of days to uh, be able to experience it and see what he makes of it. Um, he's never been to Disney World. He's never been to Orlando. So the whole the whole experience would be something special for him anyway. But um, I do think uh, it's, it's important to, you know, if not for the other parks in the area, but, you know, definitely Universal I mean- is one to see. Are you going to record a show with him? Is it going to be two two branches on one show? Has he got one a little train. squeaky voice? Oh, uh, hi, I'm Nick's brother, and I'm going to Universal. Yes. And this my, one I'm going to tell you to... My brother is Mickey Mouse. Um, or the, has he got a deep voice? Oh, hey, I'm Nick's brother. It would just be when me using Universal. a vocoder. All oh, right, <laughs> or Craig. I'll just get Craig to do it. Um, I don't know. I, I've I've floated. I floated the idea, um, and I, I've just left it bobbing in the sea like a like a fly while you're trying to attract fish while you're fishing. Um, I don't know, but the the uh, the opportunity is there if he would like to come on one of or all of the shows to talk about that. But um, that is. A ball that is definitely left in in his court, and I'm sure he'll hear this in a few weeks and and reply back to me. Um, but yeah, I. What do you think? Just just because we're on the Simpsons, just because we've we've been talking about the Simpsons, right? We know the Simpsons isn't going anywhere yet. Okay, we don't know what the future yeah. holds, but let's just say, in a few years, um, they decide. Uh, to terminate the agreement with with the Simpsons, 
yeah. for future expansion. Um, what would you replace it with? I've got mine. Bloody hell. I've only just thought of the question. I haven't even thought about it myself. <laughs> but I'll let I'll let the, I'll let the pools have a think about that as well. Uh, while we hear your your idea, Craig. Uh, so I'd I'd keep the same ride, but I would refurb it. So I'd have a, a brand new um, car vehicle type thing, and I'd get everything smoother so people aren't green. And I'd buy the rights to Ready Player One. Oh, okay. And I'd retheme the whole area as if you're you're inside the game. So um, you would Assume have you all... the DeLorean. Well, <laughs> more or less. Yes, yeah, that's because that's, that's a that's like oh, that's almost like back to back to another future. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's how easy it would be. Um, a bit of storytelling would need to be done, and you wouldn't necessarily. I mean, you could, and this is the thing. One of these could be in a DeLorean, but in the next bit, in the next thing along, it, it takes you out when you look at the Simpsons and you turn left or right, and you can see all the other people bobbing around in their vehicles. But you could have people in the 18 van, you could have people in um, Night Rider or, or whatever else was is in Ready Player One, and then the land outside could be either post-apocalyptic, uh, like a wasteland or poor, or I can't remember Ready Player One really much. A bit overrated, but it, it was a bit of a dump, wasn't it? Modern modern world, modern life, bit of a dump, bit of a... Yes. High, I remember they were, all, were they all living in containers? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Stacks, yeah. Like being so, at a thought park. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so, so you could have the outside themed to that, but then you are going into the game by going onto the ride. Got you. Nice, good. Mm. There you go. I would, I would revert it back. Um, I would put to the future. Yeah, I would put, I would put a new version of Back to the Future: The Ride in with uh, like an updated ride video. Maybe change some sequences as well. Um, and. I would then make a little hill valley area. Um, I'm not sure w- which one I'd go for. Probably two. Probably go for Back to the Future 2 um, because it'd be more kind of futuristic looking even though we're obviously past that time in the real world. And I would also replace Kudos and Clang. Uh, what's it called? Twirl and Hell? Is that what yeah. it's called? Um, I would I would then take the UFOs off. I would replace them with uh, hoverboards that you would be um, your feet would be strapped onto, and then have a very similar kind of ride system where you would go up and down, but you would be doing it while standing up. If you fell asleep, uh, well, that's yeah. I suppose if you're narcoleptic, that's that's probably not a good idea, is it? But. Uh, you know, you'd be, but as I said, you'd be strapped in. You'd be strapped in, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't fall off. Your feet would be like a snowball. You'd be attached. So, uh, but that's yeah. You know, put the put the uh, the courthouse there, and uh, yeah, just make it look like uh, Hill Valley. Why not use the land better rather than just have a single attraction? Think it, look like it would be, it would be genius. 
doing Back to the Future 2 because they've done a version of Back to the Future 1 sort of thing. I know it wasn't, but you, do you know what I mean? Mm. I think that would be that would really work well. Uh, Mr. D, have you got a, have you got an idea? Yeah, I think... Um... You know, if you if you based it on a, a sort of popular IP, um, sort of three D plus effects experience, you know, lots going on. Um, probably call it something like Shrek Four D, maybe. <laughs> Could be. Might might work. Might work. <laughs> might work. Yeah. Good idea. No, I think. Um, uh, Something did spring to mind. Um, but it's gone now. I'm trying to remember what it was now. Um, no. I did have an idea, but it's, it's completely gone. Dementia for America. Yeah, it's out of my head. It will come back in a minute as soon as <laughs> P-Dubs <laughs> tells you his idea. Exactly. That's, that's go, what I'm oh, banking on. Go on, b Secret Life of Pets is the, no, the yeah. obvious no, one. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> you can easily retheme the, the street to how they've done it in Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. They've built their own area. Kudos and Kang is an easy move out place with you riding on the back of a pet. Yep. Um and yeah, I just completely got the Simpsons rise. Um, I think it's it's well past its sell by date. Um, in in both its forms, it should have been completely gutted when they took Back to the Future out. Um, and yeah, just putting the ride that's in Hollywood. But it was about it was about eighteen years old when they closed it. Yeah. Or maybe no, hang on. It was about seventeen years old when it closed. I think it, it reopened in two thousand eight. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it served a long time. So you're probably right. They probably should have done it. And now we're coming up to you know almost thirty years of it being open. Yep. So yeah, it's time to go. Yeah, yeah. I remember, by the way. Go, on, Mister D. All right. So. Um, a bit like we were talking earlier, you know, Disney has just shot uh, Spirit of Aloha. Universal are just reopening their their dinner show. Disney have just shot the Great Movie Ride. Universal should turn that into their version of a Great Movie Ride because yeah. I think Great Movie Ride was a was a great attraction, much loved, and Universal have got some fantastic movies. Um, so generate a, a Universal version of a great movie attraction, you know, with um, ride vehicles going through scenes, partly sort of real physical sets and partly um, sort of screen-based. But the reason why that's such a good idea, Mr. State, is because unlike Disney, they could put their own films in there. Mm-hmm. You know, in yeah. a great movie ride, how many, how many Disney films were actually featured in it? Yeah, I can think many. of Mary Poppins and yeah, Sorcerer, uh, the Fantasia, tiny, tiny little bit, which was cut down from what it was originally going to be. 
Yes. Um, but yeah, most of them, most of them, not most of them were other other I mean, properties. On, on yeah. both counts, that would be amazing, and that could be a whole show topic of what we would for both shows, what we would fill the great movie ride with if we had an unlimited budget for Universal and for Disney. Because it'd be amazing, that. It'd be absolutely yeah. amazing. Especially now where, well, so it's different with Universal because Universal have this rich history, but Disney now, you know, they've, they've bought a lot of this stuff, right? So now yeah. they have Star Wars, they have uh, Fox. So... Indeed. Indiana Jones. Exactly. So, that, I mean, the thing is, there was, there was stuff in the great movie ride that they would have had uh, to have paid license fees for, which now yeah. is stuff they own. Yeah. So, the landscape yeah. has, has shifted. Um, but Universal has this this rich history of, you know, over 100 years mm. of, of films that they've made. So, yeah. they've got a rich library as well. Yes, that's, that's a good shout, Craig. Maybe we'll do that on the next shows. Mm-hmm. It's funny just talking about um, it's completely at a tangent, but I just remembered someone else. It's good that I'm remembering things again. My memory like is it. actually <laughs> sort of activated. Tip. Yeah, must be. But I was, <clears throat> I was just watching something on YouTube and it, it, it was an ad popped up as they do. And it was, uh, I can't remember what it was for though. My memory is <laughs> so good. But, but it was a Twilight Zone referenced ad. It was, you are now leaving, you know. And I thought that's funny because we always say that modern generation doesn't know Twilight Zone and doesn't get it, and yet here's somebody in an ad company that thought it was a good idea to make a Twilight Zone ad. Mm. Wonder how many people got the reference? More than you would <laughs> think, I think. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Um, look, we haven't had any new uh, announcements from Universal about Halloween Horror Nights. I mean, obviously, mm. we've talked about Nope, which has been rumoured to be featured this year, but we've not had an announcement. Um, but another thing which we haven't had an announcement for, and I think we probably would have done by now if it was going to be there this year, but I, I feel it's so synonymous with Universal, it's, it'd be wrong not to at least Walking talk dead. about it. No. That's associated with oh. Thought Park now. Stranger um, Danger. Stranger Danger things, indeed. Um... Now, has everyone now... I know P-Dubs did a, a Mr. D and fell asleep during the finale um, and had to watch the other half afterwards. Um, but has, has everyone caught up with season four now? No, yep. I, I haven't even started it yet. You're, you're, you're an absolute loser. So I, I, won't, I won't talk spoilers then in that case um, because I know other people will be in the same position as Craig. Not many. Most of the world have actually you know, decided to prioritize that well well what it was is that eve was doing it a levels oh, and wanted to focus yo. on her education yeah and so, when did that when did when did she do her last exam like two weeks ago yeah but see? Then she's watching law of Ireland well now, then there door. you go so so what you did is you decided to go yeah you know yeah. what she wants to concentrate on her a level so we'll, we'll let her do that we won't watch stranger things and then you let her do A levels, and then she stabbed you in the back by watching Shite Love Island. So you've only got yourself to blame, I'm afraid. 
We'll we'll have it watched by the time we'll do a Stranger yeah, Things special. It, you'll have it watched by Christmas. Yeah, we're doing lots of specials. We'll do so, summer specials. We'll all have a break, but we'll record these boss episodes. We'll do the great movie rides for the two shows, and we'll do a Stranger Things um, deconstruction. So you want to do, you want to do a, a Stranger Things like spoiler episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So by all means, talk about it now because I don't mind. No, no. All I all I was gonna just ask was just general uh, overriding. Uh, you know, was it good? Was it bad? From from those that yeah, watched, yeah that's fine. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go into uh, deep discussion. Uh, so, uh, Mister Diaz, I know you finished it first. Um, what did you What did you make of season four? Mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyed it. We watched. We went back and watched all all four seasons back to back. Yeah. Um, really did enjoy it. Um, I think uh, some interesting new characters, some good new characters. Obviously, no spoilers on this one, but one in particular um, who's getting a lot of love in the internet as well. Yep. Um, so some good characters. Uh, we both enjoyed it, Kenny and I. Um, Kenny was less. Um, less kind of taken by the very end, yeah. Sort of, you know, like the last five minutes. She she wasn't sure, uh-huh. um, and I know what she means. Um, I mean, obviously, we're not we're not into spoilers here. I I, I was fine with it. I I kind of know why she had some doubts and some 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 issues with it, but I was I was actually okay with it. So overall. Really enjoyed it. I think they kept up the momentum really well. I mean, I, I, I think it did go off the boil slightly at the very end for me, but you know, there were some great episodes, some some great set pieces leading up to it. Um, I mean, I think everybody knows about you know the Kate Bush thing. I mean, you you have to be a hermit not to. Um, but that for me was was a highlight as well, as was a certain piece of music at the at the end of season three, which totally. You know, totally blew my mind when I saw that scene. Um, so yeah, really good. Um, 93%. Oh, wow. Okay, 93% out of 10. I, um, I, um, what is because you, um, did like a, a marathon session? I mean, I know I, when I say that, I, I know you didn't watch uh, season one to three back to back and yeah. season four, um. But because you went back to the start and, and rewatched it, do you think that um, that added to your enjoyment? Or yeah, I would say I would say it did. Yeah, um, you know, we were totally back into the. You know, we remembered all the different things that happened, the relationships. You know, why certain people did certain things or said certain things, and because there is a lot of stuff. You, you don't need to have watched the previous three series, but I think it does help if you if you did. As long as you can, as long as you're happy to do that and you enjoyed the first three seasons. Actually, you know, I think we probably we really enjoyed them the first time we watched them. This is only the second time we had watched them, and I actually think yeah. we enjoyed them more the second time. So I would I would recommend it if you if you can. Yeah, you know? it's um yeah it's it's it, it's funny because um. I mean, father of the year over here, but my daughter asked if she could watch Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and 
I think we we, we joked or I, I talked about it recently about you know I can understand the merchandise for for kids and stuff like that with Stranger Things, but whatever. Um, and I thought when she asked me about it, I, I did I did think about it and I thought, well, you know, I think it's a bit much. But then mm-hmm. I also thought about what I was like at her age and the stuff yeah. that I'd been subjected to, and I'd been subjected to much worse than that, and. She'd also watched Doctor Strange and quite enjoyed it, like the uh, Multiverse of Madness. And I didn't think yeah. she would. I thought that might be a bit too much. So we said, okay, uh, if you want to watch it, we'll watch it with you. And we'll watch an episode mm-hmm. a week and we'll watch it on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And that'll be a thing. And if it's too much for you, you don't have to watch. Um, and we'll see how you go. So we watched the first episode again yesterday with her. And mm. do you know the thing I took away from it the most, Mr. Day? I had What's forgotten that? that Nancy was Mike's sister. Oh, right. <laughs> I just I just completely forgotten because, you know, most of the time the characters are doing things, you know, they don't do it yeah. as part of a big group, do they? They normally, mm-hmm. you know, they might be in a duo or they might be, you know, in a team with, yeah. you know. And so I just, I just yeah. generally forgot that they're actually brother and sister. Yeah, that was yeah. a good well, reminder. Yeah, can understand that because a lot of what was going under the bridge, but yeah, but it but was yeah, good. Those things like that, that I think it was. I think you you, pen, you benefit from watching the series uh, when you well, watch I... the fourth one because you remember all that stuff and all the stuff between Nancy and Steve and Nancy and Jonathan and Jonathan and Steve. You know, that's all that's all kind of going on as well. But I mean, just everything. I mean, that first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're introduced to. The, the kind of obviously the main characters for the first time obviously but um yeah. yeah the fact that you know when you first meet hopper uh he's like an alcoholic down and out cop who doesn't really yeah. seem to want to do the job and mm-hmm. you forget that's that's how we met him mm-hmm. and what he he becomes kind of later on and I don't mean season four I mean just mean in general yeah. you know he yeah. he evolves yeah. over the different seasons and um I'd forgotten that that's how he was I, I always think of him as mm-hmm. like kind of almost like heroic hopper not downbeat mm-hmm. drunk hopper but uh yeah, yeah so so I'm not sure I mean I think I think regardless of what happens with my daughter I think we'll we'll probably still carry on doing it again from the beginning just doing it in bits and starts but uh she enjoyed it I mean the first episode mm-hmm. nothing really major happens it'd be more interesting when she sees a demogorgon for the first time but uh yeah we thought at least that way if it's a Sunday morning thing uh even mm-hmm. if it does traumatize her she's she's got plenty of time to decompress <laughs> before she goes to bed that night so we'll we'll be okay but uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll stop um, and yeah, look, I know, I know it's irresponsible. I know. But some of our friends are watching it and they're enjoying it. She wanted to see what the fuss was about. And as I said, by the time I was her, in fact, before, before her, I, um, I was, she is the age she is now. Yeah. I'd watched Terminator. Yeah. I'd watched Aliens. I'd watched Robocop. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. George, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah, it I, didn't I'd do you any harm, did it? Look at you now. Well, I mean, okay, may, maybe that's that's why <laughs> why I shouldn't have done that. I mean, definitely good thing is that you. It's not a problem, is it? It's no, because you got you got two kids. So if you mess up the first one, you've always got the other one. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That's the way I looked at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only joking, talking. I mean, this this type of chat is 
is what I wanted to do on uh, that streaming podcast, but we haven't got a podcast called that streaming podcast. You, you so. set it up, Craig, and then you invite people on and see what happens. They can record thirty second clips and send them to you on WhatsApp, <laughs> and you post them out. Um, P dubs. Yeah, uh, very enjoyable. Uh, certainly a step up in quality from the previous season. Um, as you and said, just, some just great as a point. Just as a point of reference, when was the last season? Because COVID has mashed me head up. The year 20... we went to Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, it was 2019, the last yeah, season. So we, we got a couple of scenes, didn't we, from that? If Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, last okay. the last, uh, the last the scene, room. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Carry on. Crack on. Uh, some great new characters, mm-hmm. uh, as has previously been said. Um, really enjoyed all of them. Um, I actually really enjoyed the Russian stuff. Um, yeah. I thought that worked really well um, this year. And it, it was kind of nice to have some new locations. I thought that helped it as well. Um, mm. We get two or three different locations um, throughout this season, which was, which was good. Uh, great performances, as always, um, from, from the cast that have returned. Um, and yeah, just really, really enjoyable. Um, I'm not sure that they should have gone with the, the two hour long finale. Um, I still yeah. think those episodes, those episodes could have been broken up. Well, it was um, two and a half hours. It was like the last yeah. two episodes were about four hours uh, yeah. combined. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like they could have been broken up and maybe you wouldn't have been. As Mr. D says, maybe the quality did drop a little at the end. Um, I, I do wonder whether if they'd have been cut up, it wouldn't have been so bad. Um, but yeah, in the long run, um, far better than season three. And, and looking forward to this this final season and, and what that brings us. And these talked about spin-offs that are supposedly coming. Yeah, I think I think that's the problem now is that the fact that we we've had it. And it's it's been enjoyable, but we now don't know when we're going to get a season five. We know we're going to get a season five, but yeah, it's there's there's no production start date, and we yes, Craig is right. Obviously, COVID did affect things. Filming was heavily delayed, but um, we also know there's quite a long um, post production process for it because of the um, special effects and and whatnot. So the thing is, even at the best of times, you're probably uh, a year away from when the show's wrapped before it gets put onto Netflix. So are we, you know, realistically, are we thinking 2024, summer 2024, um, before we get more Stranger Things? I don't, I, I don't know. Um, we don't have a firm date, but if they've not even started pre-production on it yet then uh yeah i think we've got a got quite a wait which is um a shame and i need to get on with it because those kids are not going to get any younger are they no well i think it has been confirmed that there's a two-year time jump right okay to kind of compensate yeah yeah um i mean overall i think it was my favorite and again i said i'm gonna Go back now and, and rewatch the earlier seasons, um, but it, it's probably my most enjoyable since season one. 
there were parts of two and three that I liked, but um, there was also quite a bit that I didn't enjoy. Uh, I disagree with P-dubs about Russia. That's all I'll say about that for now. Um, and I also agree with, with Kerry uh, and P-dubs about the end not being completely... Some of it felt a little bit tacked on, like they'd gone and done some like late reshoots. I don't think they did. I just feel the, the because of the pacing of the episode, it was a bit all over the place. I think the frustrating thing as well is most seasons of Stranger Things have been certainly the uh, the latter ones were were ten episodes. This was nine, and it could have quite easily been ten. You could have split those two episodes into three quite easily and not really missed much of uh, I I didn't think the last one needed to be as long as it was Um, and the the prior one probably was a little bit short so yeah I mean they could have they could have quite easily have have split that up some more but whatever overall it got me really excited about it again Um, just I mean all these episodes are a bit pointless though really are they I mean you know, they're all being like, you know, volume two was the last two episodes just put up together. Yeah, I, uh, again, I think the only reason for that the... was because of trying to keep people subscribed to Netflix a little bit longer. Yeah. Because I, I know yeah. people that have resubscribed to Netflix because Stranger Things was coming back on it. They weren't watching anything else on there at the time. And so we'll be yeah. cancelling again now that it's it's finished. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's probably done for that reason. I don't think that's necessarily a yeah. a good reason. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess I mean it the other way. Like you know, because it's because they were all put out at the same time anyway. There's whatever there was four and a half hours or five hours of content. They didn't need to make it two big episodes. They could have just made it, you know four normal ep- length episodes or whatever yeah. just it's all getting launched at the same time anyway it was a bit it was a bit odd that they did that but yeah there was some some good reason for it but i don't know what it is no no i don't know i mean the only thing i can think of is the, the last two episodes dropped the july 4th uh weekend and yeah. i think if i remember correctly i'm sure season three of stranger things was also dropped on the same weekend in 2019 mm-hmm. um yeah. but again why do they not just drop everything on the 1st of July rather than yeah. drip it out? Like it just, yeah, it, that, that was, that was strange. I'm sure there's some reasoning behind it, but I don't, I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah. So um, yeah, we, we will do uh, an episode in, in the near future that will come out over the summer where we uh, talk more about Stranger Things season four um, as, as a private conversation that I'll make public uh, Craig, yeah. What, what episode are you up to now on Barry? Um, season three, episode three, I think. So I'm nearly there. Oh. Uh, episode three. seven is an absolute treat, mate. You're in. You're in for a treat with that one. It's it's a fantastic show. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a dark humour. So. Some of it is laugh out loud funny, but it's in sometimes some quite inappropriate scenes. And it's like, um, who's the fella I like who does all the serial killing? Uh, He's on Paramount. Dexter. It's like Dexter, but funny. (laughs) 
<laughs> like Dex was a comedy. It's, it's it's quite a hard sell. Like it's called Barry for a start, which is an awful name for a TV show, as I said before. Um, and there's nothing on the surface of it that you think it's going to be anywhere near as good as it it, it is. The the brilliant thing with it is um, the likes of Dexter might have been, and I can't remember. I've watched them all, and I'm now watching the new season on Paramount Plus. Um, but the problem with Dexter is it was like 24 episodes of series or whatever. This is eight episodes. So there's three series. You can bin, and they're all to like 27 minutes, 26 minutes, yeah. whatever. You can just bin through them on your eye, and it's a brilliant watch. That's what I mean, because it's, because it's only you know officially half an hour, because that's the HBO model. But yeah, they're not. They don't actually last half an hour. Um, but yeah, it's easy to to digest because it doesn't outstay its welcome. Uh, an episode just yeah. kind of flies by. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So it's got nothing to do with Universal, but you should watch Barry, uh, whether you can find it if you've got HBO Max. <sighs> it's on. Um, it's on Sky on the street. If you go on, if you've got Sky now, TV. It's on the Sky. It's on Now TV. It's going off Now TV in about four days, though, but it's on Sky, um, on the streaming as well, and it's in Sky Comedy. So. Yeah. 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 Get on get on with Barry. Um, so, yeah, so hopefully next time we get together, we might have some more Halloween Horror Night news because it's getting closer and closer, mm-hmm. but those announcements are, are not forthcoming, are they? So No. I don't know what's going on there. I wonder if there's some last-minute mm-hmm. uh, issues with licenses or something. It's the only thing I can think of. There's no reason why they're not announcing stuff, and but they've also not really announced any originals, have they? No. Um, and let's just leave on a on a cliffhanger spoiler because and um, we was trying to get Mister Ripley on to discuss this, but there have been an awful lot of rumours I've seen online. That Men in Black might be being replaced with a Ghostbusters attraction. No way. Yes way. So you heard it here after you've read it elsewhere, uh, but nothing, no concrete confirmation on that as yet. If we do hear anything, we will let you know. But uh, that could be an interesting change if it happens. Yeah, sure. Right, let's wrap this episode up. Um, Craig, thank you for uh, Mr. D and for to P Dubs for running the ship while I was away. Um, thank you as well for coming up with Eat It, Craig. That was very enjoyable. Um, we'll be back hopefully in a month's time with some more news around all that stuff. I'm about to go and watch Tron, and we'll see you next month. The Tories. Did you know that we have a Patreon? I'm sure you do, it's been mentioned before, but just in case you don't know, we do have a Patreon. And on that Patreon, we have early releases of all our shows. We also have exclusive shows that you can only hear on our Patreon. And we've been doing this for years. So actually, if you subscribe to be a Patreon today, then you'll get access to the entire back catalogue. It's about four or five years worth 
of podcasts you've never heard because they've never been made available publicly except for the uh, the odd one with releases as haystar anyway as well as that we've got a discord which we'll be launching later this summer for all of our patrons to join uh, we've also got a a facebook group which you can join as well um, an exclusive one that's only open to our patreons but as well as that our patreons are the lovely people who keep these podcasts going and now i will tell you who they are we've got lee and laura karen chris we've got kate mel and daniel i've met daniel he's a nice guy uh, we've got paul and sandy and crystal james Nikki, Dan, Kevin, Alison, Dave, Sinead, Tom, David, David with an E at the end of his name. Uh, we've got Breaking Dad, great guys. Uh, we've got Rob, we've got Todd, we've got Jane and Steve, as well as Stephen. So we thank you for your support of us now and your continued support and if you would like to become a patreon member yourself please visit patreon.com forward slash that podcast and i've even put a handy link in the show notes below thank you This podcast is a That Production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network.